Hey friend, welcome to Charlotte Mason for All, where every country, culture, and community is welcome. Our mission is to bring Christ through the Charlotte Mason philosophy and methods to homes around the world, including yours. My name is Min Huang, and I'm your host, along with Mariana Mastracchio, Simone Moradi, and Erica Alicea. Today, Simone and I will be chatting about foreign language, an often forgotten subject that Miss Mason did not overlook. And she made sure it was part of the rich feast of knowledge that we set about to serve to our children. Is foreign language part of your child's curriculum? We hope so. But if not, take heart, friend. Teaching our children a foreign language that we might not know can seem discouraging and downright difficult, but we hope that through our discussions on how foreign language happens in our homes and unique circumstances, you might find encouragement to make the study of foreign language a delight in your home. We also hope to share practical ideas and resources that will help you along the way. Ready? <laughs> so uh, you might know that Simone and I are from Brazil and um, We'll talk about how teaching of our native language, Portuguese, how do we teach our native language to our children as a yes. foreign language? This yes. might sound confusing, right? <laughs> it gets confusing, <laughs> right, sometimes. Uh, so both of us came to the United States as grown-ups, and we had had our first contact with English back in our home country. But I can attest that my knowledge of this language only became really part of me once I was immersed in listening to English daily. And I believe that's your experience too, right, Simone? That's right. <laughs> so uh, why don't you share with us how the study of a foreign language happens in your home? Yes, it's so nice to talk about how we do Portuguese in our home, right, Mari? Yes. Uh, it's something that uh, was always, always very important for me since before I had kids, I had my mindset that uh, Portuguese would be a priority for us. So since the, my girls now 10 and 5 were born, I always had in mind to surround them with Portuguese mm -hmm. as much as I could, speaking to them as much as I could. Um, bringing them to, to talk to people on the phone or on video calls or um, if there was a, a little show that they were watching that they had the chance to put in Portuguese, I would choose Portuguese and little books and um, puppets creating stories mm -hmm. and when they were little it's it's funny because it's very hard to 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 stop and think when they were little because everything was so organic and natural happening yeah. while uh, the, the life was happening, right? So we didn't have formal lessons until they were six, until my, my now 10 year old was six. But the way that we did was really uh, bringing to our everyday life Portuguese. Mm -hmm. And uh, also I will try to put as much Portuguese books around the house as I could. <laughs> was yes. just started reading. We had in the living room and in the bedroom and in the bathroom and always and luckily she loved uh, Portuguese comics and uh, when I went to Brazil once we subscribed so we had monthly <laughs> monthly uh, books coming and every time we would go to Brazil we would bring more and she really loved reading so I think 
now thinking back, it was really uh, making possible in our everyday, making it fun, organic, and mm -hmm. uh, seeing that uh, it was just nice to speak another language. It was nice to be able to speak to others in Brazil. It was nice, mm -hmm. and uh, not only with Portuguese, but we always uh, try to 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 push them to know other languages and to listen and to to be interested and also uh, respectful towards other languages. So this is something that we encourage in our home. So um, uh, really surrounding them with everything Portuguese, making games during the day around the table. We would sit and see uh, who could speak more words in Portuguese, uh, cup, food, or what we were eating and how to say, napkin and but just like in a fun way not like uh like drilling you know right? like the drilling exactly. and things like that <laughs> yes yes exactly just 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 have fun with it you know and also showing them that it was okay to to say something that was not 100 correct and when i did say wrong things in english that happens very often <laughs> by the way I tell them, I tell them, please feel free to correct me because English is their first language, it's not mine. Mm -hmm. So, in that way, they will feel that it's okay to say something wrong, that it's okay, it's part of the learning, it's part of the process, mm -hmm. and just to be free to speak. Mm -hmm. um, so, being intentional about speaking. And uh, later on, when we started our formal lessons, also something I did was bringing Portuguese to our poetry, for example, mm -hmm. our uh, Bible lessons. So I would think not not all poetry, but I would think when it was possible to mm -hmm. to bring that. And some days mm -hmm. we would read in English, some days we would read in Portuguese. So as time went by, and I noticed that they had that knowledge and um, also music and little uh, audio books in Portuguese was mm -hmm. part of it. And I knew that uh, she was uh, ready to, to write. So little by little, we, we incorporated some writings mm -hmm. and uh, in the same way we would do copy work sometimes in Portuguese. Mm -hmm. We loved it and uh, has been great and so nice to see them speaking now with, uh, yeah. with our mm -hmm. friends and family in Brazil. It is just very nice to see them being able to communicate with family um, mm -hmm. that may not know English. I, I do happen to have a lot of family members that speak English. So like, no, speak Portuguese to them. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because when we go to Brazil, they want to speak. No, but I want to see them speak English. I said, no, they are not allowed. Here is Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. <laughs> and uh, I mean, and you know, you friend might not know, but Simone and I lived uh, geographically very close. So in the beginning of our homeschooling journey, we were able to do some of those fun lessons together and yes. music and yes. reading, having like special poetry tea time. So if, if you are in folk a songs. folk songs, you, you might not be in a circumstance like us, like we, you know, uh, our, our native language is Portuguese, but English is our second language. And right now we speak probably more English than Portuguese in our everyday yes. life. But mm -hmm. having just an audiobook or a song, a folk song, or like a good music selection from uh, the, the language, the foreign language you're studying, are, it's just something nice to have, like, you know, as consistently as possible. 
and we've been doing that, like Simone said, since the, the, the kids are babies and that's how they've been growing up and it just part, becomes part of life, right? So similar to Simone, I also, uh, my husband and I agreed from before children that it was important for them to know Portuguese first, you know, his Italian descent. So at some point <laughs> he also wants them to know Italian, but <laughs> we decided to go one language at a time because it was very confusing in the beginning, trying to do three languages, English, Portuguese and Italian. Yes. <laughs> and we also are very blessed to have a lot of Spanish-speaking people in our community. Yes. So the boys okay. picked up some Spanish along the way. But it's awesome. Like uh, Simone mentioned, Miss Mason had her heart to, you know, learn other languages, to learn about other cultures, and develop that compassion and respect about other uh, countries in cultures. So that's also something mm -hmm. we value in our home. Mm -hmm. um, so as the boys were growing up and getting to that time to start formal lessons, I kind of pushed the foreign language like, oh, I can do that. You know, Portuguese is my first language. It'll be easy. So I, set, just about, <laughs> right? I set about kind of clueless. You know, I was trying to learn how to teach, you know, reading, uh, composer study, how to do all these things. And then oh, I can I can get by. But then as we move forward, I noticed that my boys were um, not wanting to speak Portuguese to me. They were able to understand, but they didn't want to speak back. And I was getting discouraged. And I shared that with my husband. Mm -hmm. And he goes, no, you have to only answer them if they speak Portuguese <laughs> to you. <laughs> and I was like, but I need to be able nice to Nice said, to but an everyday life is different, right? It is different. It is difficult, especially yes. as they get older. And we're doing, our lessons are done mostly in English. Every now and then we'll throw like a recitation in Portuguese, you know, or copy work in Portuguese uh, and things like that. But I... I think after about a year of not having a plan of how to teach foreign language, I decided, I said, okay, I do need a plan because I, I wanted them to love learning Portuguese and in any other language that they decide to learn as they grow up. Uh, I did tell them I'll do my best mm -hmm. to teach Portuguese, Spanish, and then some Italian with my husband's help and maybe some German as we have family in Germany. But after that, they're on their own to learn any language they want. So I came across a blog post by Celeste Cruz from Joyous Lesson, where she broke it down how Miss Mason uh, approached the teaching of foreign language. And I also found about the French linguistic um, Guillaume Gwen. I'm not sure I'm saying his name correctly. And I, I learned about his ideas. I, I learned about how um, foreign language was taught um, in the PNU. And I read some Parent Reveals articles and we'll link all that on the show notes. And then I said, okay, well, I have been doing some of this. You know, Miss Mason says that children should learn French or any other foreign language orally by listening to and repeating French words and phrases. And she also says that languages should be acquired as English is, not as grammar, but as, but as living speech. So we had 
that sort of advantage for just be speaking our first language, our native language to yes. our children from birth. Mm-hmm. But then, then what? Right? Then they're growing, mm-hmm. and like, how do we go about it? So, I was able to create a plan, a sort of a little curriculum where I took in consideration different ways to have them learn Portuguese orally by listening, repeating vocabulary. Um, and then gradually also we advanced to writing and reading. So my oldest is in grade, about, about fifth grade. And we also started uh, learning Portuguese grammar formally, you know, introduced very gradually. And he was very excited about it. Um, so we, with my oldest, through this, you know, work of being able to speak Portuguese to him since, you know, the womb, <laughs> mm-hmm. at a point where he reads in Portuguese and can narrate and he can produce um, little, little compositions, small writings in Portuguese. And my youngest son, who is in Form 1A, we do all orally. We implement uh, some of the ideas from uh, the PNU like the, the little picture talk, right? We show them a picture and we help them mm-hmm. with the vocabulary, you know, what mm-hmm. do you see here and ask questions. So it's been very um, rewarding to see them growing, not only, you know, growing yes. up, as, but growing with their understanding of Portuguese and yes. really loving learning any other language that they come across. Yes, yes. It's nice to see that it, it, it's been happening organically, right, Mari? Mm-hmm. And we see that uh, we notice when we need to, to move forward a little bit. At the same time that we are trying to make it fun, we try to, to bring a little bit of flavor to show them that it is fun, it's possible, and also um, push a little bit, right? The same yeah. time. Not make it too hard, but like <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I know that we always talk about this and we always try to talk about different ways that we can incorporate a little more Portuguese. And unfortunately, usually when our kids are together, they speak English with each other. But we see that when we, sp- we are speaking Portuguese and we ask them, they, they do answer, they understand everything. Uh, again, it is not their first language. So it is the way uh, we have to be uh, more intentional on bringing mm-hmm. that to not only the lessons, but to our life. So I think that the, maybe the, I, I, I don't know if it's the tip, but something that maybe the families can do, it is really surround that uh, the family, you know, with that language that you are trying to learn. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it's not your primary language, like, uh, for us is Portuguese. You can, you know, it's going to be fun for you to, to do that with your child too, if you want, if you intend to learn together, right? Bring a little books that, wow, then you see that mom or dad is also learning and we are all learning together and it's part of the process. Yeah. And um, to just think about ways that, that you can incorporate because every family have different uh, uh, situations, different way of teaching and different way to, 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 to bring that to, to the children. But just think a little bit of different ways that you can incorporate that. How, how would that be? Uh, if your child loves nature, right? What things about nature you can, you can tell in that language? Flower, tree. 
as you mentioned that, it just came to my mind in volume one uh, at, the po at the part where Miss Mason talks about the outdoor life and she even considered that uh, how you bring mm -hmm. foreign language during your time in nature, right? So if uh, you prepare ahead of time, you know, a little index yes. card or put it on your phone, whatever is convenient, mm -hmm. write like a few words of some natural things you'll find in your nature walk and then just present them to your child. It is really fun. Yes, yes. And if you feel that that you want, depending on how, how your lessons uh, on the foreign language are going, you can uh, uh, write with them afterwards. These are the things we saw. So let's write down, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. they can see and you can put around the house in a place where they can constantly see. If you want, you can make the picture next to it. You can write or you can print, whatever you like. <laughs> and some place where they can pass by and see, oh, I remember that. Oh, we did that. We talked, we spoke about that. And yeah. um, so it's always on their eye level. They're looking, they are bringing into their minds and they're curious to know more about it. And just try to remember that you can always um, progress with them, not to get stressed, not to overwhelm yourself but as they as they give a step forward you give a step forward yeah together <laughs> it reminded me to le learning a longer child your, your child right as i've been implementing a more grammar study in our foreign language i've been learning more portuguese grammar that i yes <laughs> i know i was was very rusty uh and that's that's the beauty of it you know just stay one step ahead uh, there is a wonderful mom on that I matched through Instagram. Her name is Gretchen from Shareable Short Mason. Yes. That uh -huh. she shares a lot of how she does Spanish right. with the kids. Mm -hmm. In Spanish, yes. she's learning as along the way with them. And I found mm -hmm. a lot of fun ideas to um, you know, do it here in our school you know, with Portuguese. But that that's uh, something too that I'll, I'll link that in the show notes too. For yes, that was a great idea. Mm -hmm. Just really, you know, simple things. It doesn't have to be complicated, like Simone said. So, well, we do no, no. hope, right, that we were able to share some ideas. Even if you know you you have seen foreign language as something really hard to teach because you don't know the language let's simplify right let's, let's make simplify. it simple and easy yes you can and, and how, how can you make it how can yes. you implement how can you make it happen in your home with yes. your children what are your interests what you guys love yes so choosing that and we are excited to hear the next dip, in the next episode, uh, Min and Erica will be sharing about foreign language in their homes in their unique circumstances as well. Yes, <laughs> get ready, friends. Gonna be fun. <laughs> yes, thank you for being here with us today, and we will be seeing you soon. Thank you, friend, for joining us today. We hope you'll meet us back here when Min and Erica will be sharing about the Feast of Foreign Languages in their multicultural home. Don't forget to subscribe to Charlotte Mason for All and also leave us a five-star review. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to drop us a note, go to our website, charlottemasonforall.com. Until we meet you again, may the Lord bless you, keep you, have His face shine upon you, and give you peace.